Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. 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 Catherine, this turkey tastes half as good as it looks. I think we're all in for a very big treat. (laughs) Save the neck for me, Clark. From the trees over your head to the lawn you hate to mow and everything green in between, Garden Mama's here to help you keep on growing. Still the empress of everything green. Here's your horticulture maven, Garden Mama Nellie Neal, on Super Talk Mississippi. Well, look who's here. It's Garden Mama. Thank you so much for being with me today on the Garden Mama Show. Now, there are people, you know... Guess what? It's a holiday, and there's people driving all over the place. There's people showing up that you thought were coming, others that you might not have. So what are you doing today? You're going to take advantage of a really good gardening day and blow off all the other things you needed to do because it's going to start raining in a minute, mostly in the southern part of Mississippi, of course, lower Louisiana, lower Alabama, all that heavier, but I'm pretty confident that there's going to be some rain in the central part of the state where I am. That's Zone 8, for those of you who don't happen to know that already. And now that Zone 8 extends even farther north than it used to, we're going to see these fronts come from the south. It makes it a lot easier for them. When the temperatures have been routinely warmer, it makes it much easier for those fronts to bring us more rain and even, oh, I don't know, Winona might get some. We'll just have to see. huh? In any case... This is the point in the year where there's a lot of things to do. I hope you're cutting your camellias and putting them in bowls to float in the house. Everybody's are so pretty right now. I was visiting someone the other night, and they just glow. You know, the the, the Christmas cheers and those those things that are so lovely at this time of the year. And I'm a big fan, anyway, of winter-blooming anything. The hellebores have started up at my house, I hope at yours. That's one of those plants we need to do more to improve, frankly, to sell sell more, because people, they're expensive plants, but they live for such a long time. They're just beautiful, and there's nothing else that really blooms in this time of year for so many weeks on end. So think about those as you're getting along. But you've probably got some questions you want to talk about. Oh, I don't know. Why the poinsettia is doing this and why it's not doing that. Why the Christmas tree has drooped or hasn't. What did you do for that? And I know that means that implies that you have one that was alive at one point. We don't have to argue about that. You're free from my point of view to do whichever you like. And in some cases, people do both. They'll have an artificial tree in the house and a real tree out in the yard that they decorate particularly with things for the birds. Sometimes it's even vice versa. You put the fancy artificial tree 
on the front porch so that it looks nice with all the other decorations that you're doing. And then you put a live tree inside because you kind of like the way it smells. All of those things. When you join in today at supertalk.tv, you'll see some of my favorites. They're a little bit arty and a little bit odd because, you know, I'm that way. And I hope you'll appreciate it. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven is the Super Talk call line. You are always welcome to join me there. Six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five is <laughs> our text line. Thank you, C Spire, for that. Dave and Ripley is is truly, you know, being sweet today. Trey and Grenada sending in some of his wonderful humor for this morning. When uh, when you meet somebody new and you don't know what to talk about. The best icebreaker is, do you like plants? <laughs> we can talk about this. You're going to meet somebody that does, probably somebody that doesn't. But if you're with me here today, you probably do. Fun stuff to talk about, too, in terms of what all we can be doing. There are a lot of things, for example, when we talk about our vines and the plants that we love that are vines, was looking at someone's Carolina jasmine on a really pretty little uh, arbor the other day. But it's getting long, and it's getting thick, and there's tall people in the family, so it's going to have to get pruned. But not until after it blooms, please, which won't be very long. That's going to bloom really soon, and that's one of those plants. If you haven't ever seen it, there are also some pieces and parts of our woods along any freeway that you drive through in this part of the country you're going to see that Carolina jasmine just kind of floating across the top of some trees. And it's a beautiful, beautiful plant. It's one that I hope, you know, if you have room for it at your house, I hope you will put it there. But if not, you should certainly enjoy it. This is the time to be training those vigorous vines. If you have, for example, wisteria and you know that you're going to prune it next month, but you also know that you've got bits and pieces of it that have already fallen off the trellis perhaps or mm, grabbed onto a plant next to them where they shouldn't be, this is a great time to just gently take those vines off and put them back where you want them. Then when you go to prune next month, you'll be able to actually see what's there and, and what part of the plant you want to keep and what part you might not want to. It also helps to understand how vines work. For example, it's not usually a good idea to attach directly to a wooden structure. It's much better to put an attachment onto the vine and then attach that because, we first of all, we don't really want them to grow their send their roots into the wooden structure. That makes it a lot harder to maintain them. But it, it's also true that it just doesn't look as good. What you're trying to do is not have something that's wrapped up in choking its support. What you want it to be doing is using the support to display it to your best advantage. So when it blooms, you can see it. So that's kind of how that's supposed to work anyway. From a design perspective, of course, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yes, there's a, I have to tell you, there are a lot of people that know the person that I'm going to talk about and uh, I'm not going to talk about her directly is by name because I don't want I, I don't have her permission to do that. But she built a house and it is in Tennessee and it is aligned. She built it with a compass, first of all, and she built it so that at the solstices, when the angle of the sun is just perfect, it lights up the entire house without electricity just magnificently not that she's going to it's it's an effect it's something that's beautiful and something to photograph and something to really enjoy but in in terms of lighting her house obviously she just has utilities too but 
if you're thinking about how to make something a better space, think about where you're putting the light. Think about how you're bringing it in. Think about how you're not bringing it in. And that brings me directly to Trey's fabulous cartoon of the sad gardener on the couch, head buried. There's a note. It's from Santa. Sorry, I can't bring you south-facing windows for Christmas. <laughs> That's what a lot of people would like. Thank you, Trey. Really made me think of my friends. So that's a delight. Oh, I really want to appreciate all of you who have subscribed and renewed to the Garden Mama Weekly. We have one more edition to come for this year, and then after that, it'll be only the subscribers and, of course, those the people that I owe a tremendous favor to, like Lance, <laughs> people like that who I have to be kind to. But the rest of y'all who have said, let me look at that, send it to me for a little while. Okay, now's the time. All you have to do is send me a note, mamaonair at yahoo.com. I'll get you set up with, with Patreon or with sending me the, the cash for the year or whatever you want, however you want to do it. It's not cash, but, you know, however you want to do it all at once or in pieces. It's easy. $60 a year. Trust me, I'm worth it. You'll learn something every week that you didn't know already about gardening. And, frankly, I'm, I enjoy writing it. And when you can actually have a writer say they enjoy something, that's pretty rare. We're very hard on ourselves. We don't like anything. We especially don't like anything we wrote. So we we over-edit. We overthink. We overdo. Yeah, I do that. But I actually like it. So join me in the All Things Garden Mama Weekly if you possibly can. This week's issue, I'm, I'm running a series on the drought-tolerant trees from landscape architect Bob Bruzek at Mississippi State. This week I'm featuring the pignut hickory tree, which is so pretty. If you've always liked the way a pecan tree looks in the garden, looks, you know, out with nice shade and that sort of stuff, pignut's going to be like that. It's not going to be quite as wide, though. So it's appropriate in spaces where you want a tall tree, but you don't want it to be 50 feet wide. <laughs> You'd rather it was 30 feet wide, which is about what this one gets to be. Still gets to be 60, 70 feet tall in, at maturity, and it does grow relatively fast for that kind of tree. It's not, they're not quick growers, but they're relatively fast, about maybe a foot a year in in some years. And I think that that's a good way to measure trees is how fast it goes by the year, not over five years or something. We don't want to wait that long. But there's nothing wrong with this tree. It's native. It's drought tolerant. It's interesting to look at. It has contorted branches that are really fun to see. And in fact, the gold fall color is a scream. It is beautiful. So if you're looking for that kind of a, a opportunity to add something to your garden or if you're trying to replace what used to be pecan trees that eventually you had to let go of, you may want to look for one that is called any of these things. Pignut hickory, coast nut, coast pignut, smooth bark, swamp or broom hickory. Okay, all of those. So that's that's a fun tree and one that I hope that everybody will take a look at. Merry Christmas to Red in Lumberton. Thank you for checking in this morning. I appreciate that. I have been kind of fascinated by this whole business of surveying our environment for years and years now. And it gets more interesting the longer it goes. Now we're doing 
incredible levels, because we have such better technologies, we're, we're having an opportunity to look at systems that we couldn't really examine before. And I think that that's part of what this whole issue is, is letting us know how technology and, frankly, economics also can help us save endangered species. The Endangered Species Act is 50 years old right now. It was enacted in December of 1973. And a couple of folks at Ohio State have really taken a deep dive into how we have improved our ability to conserve species and also to recover some that are endangered so that they're not so endangered. And then, of course, how we can apply that in, if, it, if it needs to be done to change up how the laws are written because we really want – the laws don't need to be in the way. The laws need to be facilitating the process of recovering and, and conserving plants. In this particular case, um, they were real interested in looking at an unusually deep level of things that are – any of the levels of things that where the, the plant, the animal, are not going to be able to survive without more – frankly, more intervention. And so what they wanted to do was to see how technology could address those things. For example, they know cameras have been a big help. The camera traps that that catch activity helps us to understand how many critters there are in one place so we know whether we've got enough there to be able to begin to increase the population, all those sorts of things. Same thing works with plants. And for the first time, we're actually able to do it at scale. So we can we have enough enough technology to understand how we can look at this and then interpret that into a larger space. Sometimes the news is good, sometimes it's not, but it's really important that we know how to do it and that we get there. Actually, we're only monitoring a really tiny fraction of the biodiversity. So all of this that you hear, you know, people studying this, people going to look at that, it's a drop in the bucket compared to what we actually need to be doing. And in fact... One of the ones about aquatic ecosystems that's just been do, been done now by University of Florida is real interesting to me. I have, I'm one of those people that has always wondered how come we don't go as deep into the oceans as we go into space. I want to do both. Okay, it's not that I want one or the other. I just want to know. I just want to know how come we don't, and when when can we? When will we actually breach? the water and be able to go figure out more about what's going on. And things have been getting better in that regard forever. The working group, the Global Library of Underwater Biological Sounds. Isn't this great? I'm so glad this exists. This is part of the University of Florida Department of Fisheries and Aquatic Sciences. They, they matched up with the library and, and then collaborated with the World Register of Marine Species. They have now documented the sounds in the water of almost 800 aquatic mammals, tetrapods, fishes, and invertebrates that either produce active sounds, you know, like calls and and whistles and those things that we associate, or the inactive ones, the passive sounds, the noises that are just made by the fact that the the animal, the critter, is there. More than 70% of the Earth's surface is covered in water. I'm pretty sure when I learned that fact somewhere along the way, it was when I said, well, how come we're not looking in the water? There's got to be a lot more to study, a lot more to figure out. And indeed, understanding more about these aquatic ecosystems can in turn help us figure out 
how we're going to recover the species that we know are getting lost and how we can figure out the ways to understand the populations that are there so we can conserve and preserve them. It's a really good way of going. Uh, by the way, in addition, this inventory beyond the, beyond the 700, almost 800, there's another 20,000 species that probably make noise, but we haven't listened to them yet. See, there's a lot of work to do. There's a lot of work to do. I had a fun visit to Flora the other day. I'm going to talk about this a couple of times, probably now and again later on, I hope. Um, I, I was, I hadn't really thought about what I was going to be cooking. And then I discovered, was taken to, I'm so happy that I was invited to go and see the Two Dog Farm Farm Store. It's in Flora. It's downtown. And oh my goodness. If you are shopping for stuff today, frankly, for last-minute Christmas stuff, that's where you need to be. There's all kind of cool stuff. And then there's produce. And then there's more food. And then there's wonderful, sweet people. I got the prettiest Romanesco I've ever gotten. Um, and I'm now at supertalk.tv, you can look at their really cool etched um, window that they have up there. It's really nice, really, really sweet. They're so nice anyway, and you know them. The farm looks good, and everything else is going on very well up there. But i got to tell you, if you were ever tempted to shop local, exercise that right because <laughs> this is this is better. This food is these carrots are so good I can't even begin to tell you. It's just wonderful. So I appreciate them letting me come up and do a little shopping at their store. I'm glad to see how well things are going there. I'm always looking for another place to go. So Mama on Air at Yahoo.com. Keeping a list, by the way. Now I have to say. There's a lot going on this weekend. I don't like hearing how much it's going to be, how much the traffic's going to be, how busy it's going to be, and all that sort of stuff. But it is. So be careful out there. But don't go too far. Keep your holiday road with us. This is the Garden Mama Show. Hi, this is Fred Johnson, president of Mississippi 811. I'm proud to announce that Bob and Jenny have finally moved into their new house after living in a doghouse for a couple of years. As you may know, that was because Bob decided to pound a sign in their front yard without contacting 811 and hit a gas line. Bob has finally learned his lesson, but if he forgets, I'm sure that Jenny will remind him. Remember, safety is in your hands every dig, every time. Be sure to contact Mississippi 811 at least three working days before you dig. We are advocacy. A century of wins. Protecting private property rights. Advancing technology. Sustaining our land. Conserving our natural resources. All to pass on to the next generation. We are the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years and counting. Become a member today at msfb.org. 
Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Your pet isn't just a pet. They're part of your family. Most of the pet food on the market is cooked at high temperatures, which kills nutrients. A scoop of Dynavite is a three-in-one daily supplement, adding back key nutrients to your pup's health. Try Dynavite for free. Just pay shipping and handling. Learn more at D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com slash radio. That's Dynavite.com slash radio. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. be the last time for this year i do love that little tune guess what y'all 
We need Festivus music. It's Festivus. We need another thing to be celebrating at this point. Festivus, to me, is an all-year-round celebration. It can be any moment it's just at the drop it, of a yeah, hat. It comes to a head this time exactly. of year. This is when exactly. the you know the feet of strengths and you get oh, to call yeah. out everybody. Oh. But it builds for the whole year. you got to take I your am notes. I particularly yeah. fond of the complaints. I like being able to do that on a regular basis. The airing of grievances. All of that. Yeah. All of that, yes. It's so much fun. And frankly, we just need songs we don't have enough music for that but there's there's always another I, i'm i'm waiting you know i figured that next year the rolling stones will put out a christmas album I mean, what else do they have to do <laughs> they've got they, everything. they haven't gotten one either i don't think i don't because think so. I've gone i through, looked <laughs> i think will we were laughing the other day when he was putting together you know working on the steve azar christmas and you know that's a big deal oh yeah it's going to be fun too by the way y'all do y'all know that's on it's yeah that's yeah. Twelve twenty four at 1 p.m be steve going through uh christmas as only he can do it and it's a joy it's he'll really have fun. his guitar he'll have songs he'll sing but it'll be an amazing setup and lineup uh and and will and steve worked very hard on that <laughs> he had the list of songs and he was going i think there's like 20 christmas songs like mm-hmm. total, and it's mm-hmm. just different versions. Different versions and of different, all of that. And so yeah, mm-hmm. it's finding mm-hmm. the twenty Christmas songs that are truly good Christmas songs, and then in finding all those variations because it's almost unlimited. Paul has a great lineup of thirty years of stuff, and you know it's amazing to see uh, just the the library of Christmas music and things that we do have here, and, and it expands m- the, many years. The, there's a lot that when we when we when I first started collecting because I wanted mm-hmm. to play two or three songs and I didn't happen to have CDs at that point. People started giving me CDs of Christmas music, mm-hmm. and I I'm, I will confess I can go about two days without playing the same thing twice, yeah. and I usually do. Because it's fun. Once a year, you listen to all of it, and there's there's joyful pieces, there's ballads, there's things that are just crazy rock and roll, mm-hmm. and you know there's things to celebrate. I, so. I kind of consider it's kind of like going to a family reunion. You know, once <laughs> you a see year. your old friends. <laughs> yeah, you get to see all your old friends, <laughs> yeah. and some of the ones you weren't quite sure were they are we related? Oh, are we not? Yeah, there you and go. it's a yeah, you know it's a smorgasbord of, of food, a plethora of people, and that's what Christmas music is a lot like. You you get the good, the it, bad, the uglies there in there. There is some of all of it. There really is. No no offense to anybody that records Christmas music, but some of it is pretty hard to listen to more than once. And, and then there's always the uncle in there. And there's all yeah. The, there's, there's the uncle there's song. Always, yeah, there's always that, and that's the the tuba that's song with good. Eddie. And, yeah, and there's plenty. Of the, you know, we have one for you <laughs> at the top of the hour. Yeah, we have, yeah, a really... we have a good uncle song for you. <laughs> you know, uh. your uncle's gonna love this one. <laughs> <laughs> I have a word for you um, for your your dinner table conversation this week because everybody, let's face it. I'm so glad I'm not giving a kid a bicycle if it's going to rain. Oh, my goodness. That's a rough day for a kid. All you want is to get outside, and suddenly you can't. But we'll be hopeful that it'll only be a passing shower. Yeah, you can run down to Walmart. I think they probably still have those frog tog. Uh, you know, <laughs> cover your covers, yeah, just cover them up, put a poncho on them and say, all right, go, go. Exactly. Go ahead. You can do this. You can do this. Yeah. It's just 80-degree rain. But, but here is the uh, here is the feat. In, in my case, because it's Festivus, it is, in fact, a feat. But it is not a feat of strength other than mental. Gastrulation is indeed self-organization that cells do. This is how come it, it sounds like the Brave New World stuff. It's not. But you can indeed 
if you can manipulate this process whereby the cells get their identity, if you can do that, like you would kind of maybe like to do with your uncle or my Aunt Maud, if you could manipulate a little bit, you could change a chicken into a frog. And that's where the Brave New World stuff comes in because, you know, cells are cells. And the, the way it works is they're, it's one of the most beautiful things. This is a very important phase in the early development of anything. Vertebrates are two-dimensional sheets of cells at, at the first. But after gastrulation, that two sheets of cells begin to differentiate into the cell types that we recognize that put together whatever the thing is, okay? So this is an essential, essential place in development for us to understand things. And the folks at the Paulson School of Engineering and Applied Sciences at Harvard and University of California, San Diego, and my favorite, the University of Dundee in the U.K., have developed a framework that is a theory, but now they have proven it in the first step. So there is an opportunity. Now now we not only know where the big change happens, the gastrulation is where the big change happens, but it's also true that we now understand a little bitty bit about how to make it the way we want it to be, how we want to understand it, how it proceeds, okay? And that, of course, comes from science advances. It's really exciting. But you say gastrulation at your family dinner table, they're going to think that something's wrong. Well, that, yeah. And then you can explain that, no, no, it's fine. It's cells. It's what's going on here. And, and Trey, yeah, Trey sent us a great image uh, that <laughs> pre- people will probably confuse as gastrulation, and it is uh, A&W Root Beer and Van Camp's Pork and Beans. Oh, dear. And uh, the the note on it says, have a rootin' tootin' Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. That, a, that, yeah, that's, that's, exactly, right. that's definitely going to happen we, if we, you eat we, that. We, truly, we did not know that Trey had a future in stand up comedy, but he does. He's joining. He'll be joining the blue collar comedy tour any moment. And that was science there. All you know, farmers, A&W all, and pork oh, and beans. Come on, absolutely. Man. Yeah. Farmers are the smartest people I know. I mean, come on. I love this. I, the University of Dundee. Yeah, is that Mick Dundee from Crocodile Dundee? Probably I mean, is. Crocodile, it's probably uh, yeah. his relative. Yeah, it's, I feel they named it after him. Probably. I feel confident. Now, if you want to stay in the Brave New World world here for just a minute for something else to talk about over lunch with your family. I got it right here. I don't know how to tell you this. We have worked so much. We report here, and people have always wanted to figure out how to replace a limb that is lost, okay, whether it's in an accident or it is in war somehow or it is in just a a birth defect that happened. How do we make arms and legs work? Well, that's an interesting subject, and it's one that has been pursued to a great extent, and there's a whole lot going on in that field, okay? Now we're going to take the next step. Breathing. We've now discovered we can use our breath to control the wearable extra arm. So the question becomes at the dinner table, what are you going to do with that extra arm? (laughs) Are you going to maybe, I don't know, iron my shirts? Are you going to... Dig a deeper hole. And in fact, of course, this is all about working on the ways that this third robotic arm can operate one thing for both both the way that it can be controlled and at the same time exercise control with both of the arms. This is part of understanding more about prosthetics and understanding more about how we can adapt them better because we, we need to know how it can how your brain can take this on.
And as we study this third arm, of course, the information translates back to the others that we might have to replace at some other point. But it leads us developing developmentally as as people who are curious about things to all sorts of stuff. If I could get that third robotic arm, for example, to push my wheelchair, I'd be a whole lot faster and be able to go a whole lot farther, wouldn't I? There's a lot of issues that they bring forward um, and, and in, in addition to protocols after a stroke to help retrain yourself to do things. But it's so smart. The conversation, though, at the dinner table is, what you going to do with that third arm? Come on. It's not the third eye. That's a different conversation. We'll have that one another day. Here at the Garden Mama Show, I try to make sure that I tell you what I'm doing and what needs to get going in the garden pretty quickly. So that brings me to what I will actually be doing. I got two of the red-hot poker plants out of the ground, okay? The others are still too difficult to move. But I am going to have to prune the vitex in as in the coming weeks, and I believe that that may give me the opportunity to take some more of them out. When I get that piece of the vitex cut off, I will actually be working to get some of it out of the ground, which has got the red-hot poker plants trapped. Why am I telling you this? Because it's not always easy to move perennial plants from one place to another in the garden. My best my best approach at this point is to try and get them into some more sun because underneath the vitex tree has gotten very dense and they don't bloom much. But getting them out of that space and into the other is not so easy. One of the things that I learned early on in living places that had established trees is that sometimes the erosion between the roots that are above ground is a terrible thing, and sometimes it's not. You can, for example, if you've got an oak tree that's got roots exposed, you can put an inch of soil a year in that space without affecting those the, the roots themselves at all. They'll, they'll work just fine. Obviously, if a whole lot more erodes away and you've lost ground, you, you can put more. But just in general, if it's sitting there and otherwise doing fine, it's happened over several years, you can put in an inch of soil in that space without any problem at all. But then you need to plant something there so that it will hold the space. We always see pictures in, in, of trees with a perfect row of flowers around their outside in a perfect circle. Well, you know, that hardly ever works. You might be able to do it for a while. And, yes, if you're going for the sun on the outside of the canopy of the tree, certainly you can get there. But for some of the little ferns and some of the little things that we want to grow in the shade of the tree, even daffodils, you're not going to be able to do them that way. You're going to have to go between the roots, even if the roots are not on top of the soil. When you dig, you're going to know when you hit one. Go to the right a little bit. Go to the left a little bit. Just change your space. You'll find the spot where it can work and can be planted, and that's really what to do. Another piece in this week's newsletter is about the sizes of bulbs. There are lots of bulbs left in garden centers and and, and um, home stores and places like that that I've been this week. And I will tell you, there's some good bargains to be had. I was focusing on daffodils, but there's a lot of other things as well. And, yes, there is still time, barely, but there's time. If you run into some good tulip bulbs or somebody gives you a bag for Christmas, just put them in the refrigerator right away and plant them at Valentine's Day. That's about the last point in the Deep South to plant them so that they have a chance to grow and give you maybe an 8-inch stem on a, a classic Darwin tulip before they would get too, it would get too hot and they would begin to bleed out for you. The color goes, the plant goes, you know, hot weather is not the friend of tulips at all.
If you are putting in a hedge this year, I really do hope that you will give yourself the chance to break it up a little bit, maybe with, oh, I don't know, all the evergreens and then a little bit of some flowering plants or at least a carpet underneath of something like a juga that's going to be a bit different than just a hedge planted straight down in a straight line. Over the over years, you will find it a lot easier to maintain if it's more than one kind of plant, and it will actually be a little more interesting to look at and certainly be more interesting texturally. That That's fun. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I don't know this one. Andrea's already getting us started on uh, Andrea and Madison. I'm sorry, different person. Andrea and Madison is already getting us started on next year. You ready, Lance? Yeah, I've, I've got it. And a gas mire. Stuck in the chimney is cute, <laughs> and sugar, uh, sugar and booze is too. I've got to listen to them before we, we, I we uh, won't just play them. Screen them. We know better. We trust you, but not that much. Mm-hmm. We, we, we we do know what happens if we don't check them first. Yeah, but I love the idea. I, exactly, I love the idea. Yeah, no, thank you. I, I love, I always love getting, um, you know, recommendations on songs and stuff. I, sometimes I can play them direct. Sometimes I can't because these Christmas ones, there'll be a little word thrown in there or a concept Here that may there. be a little There's out there. There's a few there concepts yet. that we'd rather not share. Right. We don't want to give you too much to talk about over, you know, exactly. dinner. Exactly. Like, like what happened to them? That was their last show. <laughs> no. Oh, this is a good question. Greg in East Yazoo has got some blackberry bushes that need to be dug up and transplanted. This is fine. Do that. Go right for it. That's great. And indeed... Is pine straw a good mulch? It is, and I don't have any problems with you using that at all um, uh, in this case. He also uses it around his blueberries. And blackberries are not as acid-driven, you know, acid soil condition-driven as blueberries are, but they can be neutral or a slightly, a little bit acid won't hurt them. If it gets as, if it gets as, dar- as low in pH as blueberries can, can, can tolerate, the blackberries probably won't do so well. And you're dealing with uh, East Yazoo County, which is beautiful and hilly mm-hmm. and yeah. just amazing. Yeah, so nice picturesque. Yeah. Really nice place. I'm, I like, uh, I don't know, I like I like my flatland, but I like to go to the hills. <laughs> I, love, I love where the, the hills meet the flatland at the delta, the, where the ridge. Oh, it's one of the, fun. I mean, just so unique. Classic of a, stuff. Classic stuff. Yeah, it, it's, 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 the view is so unique. You go. It looks like the bottom of an ocean, you know, out yeah, there. With, yeah, it does, And then you're sitting it? on a ridge, you know, right. a mountain. It's, it's beautiful. In Mississippi. Especially at sunset. Yeah. you got to learn how to <laughs> ski that. You know, See, y'all, come slope. on. Ski Mississippi with us. This is the Garden Mama Show. Prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. 
Remember, go license. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you. and. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-574-9188. 800-574-9188. 800-574-9188. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601 936-7099. Hey guys, ditch that baseball cap. If your dad was bald by middle age, you're thinking to yourself, hey, that's going to be me. Well, today, losing your hair is your choice. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. We can actually stop loss and regrow your hair. Our new, affordable, non-surgical in-office treatments get amazing results. So guys, here's the pitch. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. It's that baseball cap today. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com. ReservoirKarate.com at the Flowood YMCA has the adult training for you in martial arts. Want to get in shape, feel great, have more energy, and improve your overall well-being? Training for martial arts is for you. Build your core strength, flexibility, hand-to-hand combat, and lifelong self-defense skills. Classes start in January, so don't delay. ReservoirKarate.com at the Flowood YMCA. 2024 is the time for you to make a change. Space is limited, so don't delay. Find out more at ReservoirKarate.com. ReservoirKarate.com. That's ReservoirKarate.com.
For those of you who might not know, that's what we play around here is mostly old music. Now, not old music like old crummy music, old superior music like Otis Redding singing. What about anything about Christmas from him is great. What a wonderful voice. Today, my friends, is of all things... (laughs) <laughs> the world is so crazy. We're looking with Patty and Van Cleve. She's got some spider lilies, and she wanted to know whether she needed to wait to plant them or whether she could plant them now. I said, go ahead. If the if the soil is workable and you have the perennial bulbs that like that that she's putting in, this is a fine time to do that. They certainly don't need any other treatment. You can plant daffodils today, too. You could be planting anemones and ranunculus and um, all of the other the little bulbs, what we call the minor bulbs, but they're not. there's nothing minor about their flowers. They're just smaller bulbs is why they're called that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm in favor of all of that. There's several words today. I had to learn gastrulation to be able to get here. And then I, I've also had to remember how to pronounce pfeffernusa. Um, pfeffernusa is one of those. We, were, we knew these as pepernoten when I was a kid. It's cookies. Now, if you've eaten, I think they're called sand tarts, the, the little, they're they're confectioner sugar on top of a light blonde cookie you know kind of how this is but the, the these are also the ones i'm talking about are also called pepper nuts because they're so spicy and they're done with every spice cinnamon clove mace anise you name it it's in here nutmeg everybody else and these are great cookies that came to us from germany i know about them because we had some friends who had come who were from germany that bake them every year and it's the coolest thing, as a child, you want to eat the cookies when they come out the oven, right? You're ready. You're right there. Oh, no, no, no. The coolest thing about this cookie is that it comes out like a hockey puck. And two days later, it softens into this delicious, wonderful cookie. And today is National Pfeffernusen Day. Pfeffernusen. Mm-hmm. I love it. I got a German dog. He's learning his German. He that would probably sounds, like that. Yeah. He would probably like that. Yeah, I have a word for you. Uh-oh. I didn't know see if we can figure this one out together. Okay. Uh, I know it because I covered it earlier. And I, I, this one's fascinating to me. But a word for the day or a phrase for the day. Kurusumasu niwa Kentucky. I have no idea. Uh, that is Christmas for Kentucky in Japanese. And uh, I'm sure my pronunciation was off a bit. But in 1974, KFC launched a, you know, fried chicken campaign. Right. And it right. worked so well that, you know, the, the Japanese folks embraced that. That's what they eat is Much Kentucky. Much like the U.K. Yeah, so the, seriously, uh, KFC fans. So I'm yes. going to get a, you know, I'm going to get some yard bird today uh, to celebrate the, yes, uh, the yes. Japanese uh, Christmas. But, I like that. Yeah, the kurisumasu. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I think that's that was, Christmas. I, I, that's a. What sounds like Christmas sounds mm-hmm. just like it. I'm I'm celebrating that I don't have the recipe for these cookies, but I remember them. I don't have to bake in. Well, and that's the other <laughs> thing I wanted to comment. I don't know if we talked about it or not, but the you know the no bake cookies. Uh, don't, oh, no, don't we, those are brutal. No, man. we didn't. I got talk a about gift those. of those, uh, and I, I'm gonna tell you, man, I, I'm not a fan. I took one bite and. That hey, you know, uh, these are not good. For those of y'all who make them and they're really good, uh, yeah, tell me we, how we'd that like works. to know how yeah. that works. Because that was the worst, what you call a cookie I've ever ever had in my life. I can life, go with no baked cheesecake. I can yeah, understand yeah, that. Right, okay, yeah. that one makes more sense. To me. So when you were mentioning this, in two days the cookie got better and softer yeah, and everything. It did. I don't know, it man. Does. Now, um, Johan Fleischmann is the person that is in, that is credited with inventing this cookie. Okay. Okay. 
But guess who brought it to us? Our good friends, the Mennonites, brought it to the United States because that was part of their culture in Germany. And since there's been a huge number of Mennonites that have moved into our part of the world, maybe in the last, you know, 30, 40, 50 years or so. And I'm really tickled to tell you that they brought all of those wonderful traditions with them because that's, I mean, that's that's what you do. Well, Fleischmann's is also a yeast company. Are they related in any way? Well, there's a, there's a Maybe. there's a leavening agent in the cookie. Okay, but it could be. I have no idea. Uh, Fleischmann was not an uncommon name at mm-hmm. that point in history, whenever that was, seventeen hundred or something. Yeah, well, this company's been around a long mm-hmm. time. I think Fleischmann's has, and yes. it's still in operation. I think you can buy it in Walmart. You know, oh, the, sure. Yeah, yeah. Corn oil and margarine. They made. They were the first ones to do that. Uh-huh. To make the pure one. Those of us who have been on a diet for 110 years can tell you all about alternatives to butter. We've all gone back to butter. Give it up. You know, you know it's true. Oh, of true. course, yeah. <laughs> you know it's true. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. I have a friend who has been uh, in a, on a weight loss weight loss program because his his numbers. You know, we we don't we don't talk about weight as an issue until your numbers are not good. Okay, as long as your blood pressure and your cholesterol and all those things are fine, who cares what the number the, the number of your pounds is? A lot of people do, but the point is, when your numbers get out there, you got to do something about it. And he was talking about the going through the whole process of learning to cook without butter for picking other things or adding to it. And I was reminded of what Eric Repair said that butter was too expensive, so they cut it with canola oil in France from the beginning of time. All that butter and Julia Child and all that stuff. That's true, but in actual cookery, because you had to be able to afford to cook it again, you mixed it with an olive oil. I like that idea. And I, I do that myself because that's one of my, I like the two tastes together. In things like the Romanesco that I'm going to cook tonight. Yes. <laughs> what is she talking about? I'm talking about the prettiest head of thing you have ever tried to cook. It is an absolute green cauliflower, but it has fractals all over it because it's also it's closer to broccoli. And it's a beautiful taste. It's a, it's a pretty thing. You'd take pictures of it, but you wouldn't want to eat it unless it tasted good. And it is an absolutely delicious. For those of us who like cauliflower and like broccoli, it's not either one. It, it's a little bit... It's a little bit milder than broccoli tastes, and it has a little more interest to it than cauliflower. So check out a Romanesco if you can get one. Mine, of course, came from Two Dog Farms. I didn't grow it. I didn't grow it this time. It's a hard one to grow. I have some trivia for you here. What's up? All right, so uh, the New York Times did a, and we'll talk a little bit more as the day goes on, but uh, I wanted to engage the the listener. The New York Times did a survey and and did a little research on what the McAllister's home from Home Alone would would actually cost. How rich were the McAllisters? And so that's it was it's an interesting article. Are, are they know. Bahrain rich? Are they? Yeah, yeah. Rich so you know, they? they're you're in they're in the one percent of Chicago sure. suburbs. So, oh you know, my goodness! In the Winnetka area, which is you know very very high end. Such a great. Movie. So you know, Zillow came up with an estimate of what that house would be worth today, given <laughs> that they had rooms for everyone and you know all that good stuff. So and the wet bandits obviously you know had. You know, All uh, of that. zeroed in All on that neighborhood. That. So I'd love to hear what you guys think the house was <laughs> worth because I have a hard number here. This is an exact science. So if well, you have and, some and opinions. That's, yeah. that's really the – we've all seen that there were a lot of things around the movie that was mm-hmm. – the house, rather, that was used in the filming of the of – the, 
Red Ryder BB gun, yeah. you know, Christmas story movie. Mm-hmm. That's got turned into a, a place where you can actually go and stay and live in that house. Right. They restored it to that time frame. I wonder if the dogs, yeah. the hounds are around. You the, hope so. The Bumpus is hounds. You really hope so. The dogs are around. You really hope that at least there's a sound for that. And, and I'm hoping that there's an icy pole somewhere outside the house for the kids to go get stuck on. <laughs> is that mean of me? We have our song. Probably is. Oh, our song. We have we have to step away. We'll let it play for just a second. You gotta hear this, y'all. Percy the puny poinsettia hanging his bloom in dismay. If they had just kept him wetter, he'd be a house plant today. Folks like the other plants better. Now he's alone on the shelf. Even a plant with no uncle or aunt Shouldn't spend Christmas Day by himself Holiday shoppers would stop at the counter And pick out a plant to take home tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWGEmployerServices.com. Hi, this is Fred Johnson, president of Mississippi 811. I'm proud to announce that Bob and Jenny have finally moved into their new house after living in a doghouse for a couple of years. As you may know, that was because Bob decided to pound a sign in their front yard without contacting 811 and hit a gas line. Bob has finally learned his lesson, but if he forgets, I'm sure that Jenny will remind him. Remember, safety is in your hands every dig, every time. Be sure to contact Mississippi 811 at least three working days before you dig. I'm Rick Spaker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Each week, I meet with three people who graduated from our addiction recovery program. These graduates are now gainfully employed and are taking online college courses. Three people who used to be in prison or on drugs, and now they're going to college. How cool is that? One of the reasons God put you on this earth is to make a difference in someone else's life. You can be a part of that at Gateway Rescue Mission. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. In life and in business, one thing is certain, change. That's why Pillium Corporation is ready to keep you ahead of the curve on ever-evolving technology, critical for your company's security and growth. To that end, the Pillium team offers IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems, and real-time crime center technology. Visit us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Attorney Carlos Moore has released an apology to Capitol Police Officer Michael Maldonado after wrongfully naming him in a lawsuit, claiming he shot a woman in the head during a traffic stop. Moore clarified that Sharita Harris was a passenger in the vehicle when 30-year-old Sinatra Akeem Jordan was pulled over by two Capitol Police officers in August of 2022. A no-pursuit policy that was in existence at the time this incident happened. 
And so had they followed their own policy, my client would not have almost lost her life being shot in the head. She did nothing wrong and almost lost her life. Moore added that Harris now suffers from complications stemming from the injury she sustained from the shooting. She still has deficits, memory problems, depression, anxiety. She is forever changed because of the actions of Officer Ryan Walt and Officer Walker of the Mississippi Capitol Police Department. We have one voice, the voice of agriculture. We have one job, growing the products you need every day. We have one mission, fighting for agriculture and rural Mississippi. We have you in mind, caring for your private property rights. We are the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years and counting. Become a member today at msfb.org. Superior, it's more than a name. It's a promise that we make to our customers to provide you the highest quality U.S. farm-raised catfish at your favorite restaurant, your family reunion, or on your dinner table. Hey, this is Steve Azar, and I want to let you know that with Superior Catfish, you know the next bite is as good as the first, time after time, made possible by your friends and neighbors here in Mississippi. Remember, there's catfish, then there is Superior Catfish. State lawmakers allocated a historic amount of money nearing $2 billion to the Mississippi Department of Transportation earlier this year to improve infrastructure and fully fund capacity projects. MDOT Executive Director Brad White tells us these investments are worthwhile for everybody's best interests. Infrastructure touches everybody. Every conversation that I've had as director of MDOT with the Mississippi Development Authority has obviously been from some economic development project that's looking at locating within the state of Mississippi, and one of their first needs is some type of enhancement to our transportation system. It's key to economic growth. I mean, it's key to the development of our communities. Certainly is a core function of government that the taxpayers who pay the taxes expect their government to deliver to them a system that works and that works efficiently. White plans to continue to work with the legislature to have more money allocated to road and bridge projects in Mississippi when the 2024 session kicks off. Caleb Sailors, Super Talk, Mississippi News. With Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. Basketball action today finds the Mississippi State Bulldogs taking on Rutgers. The Bulldogs are 9-2, and riding a three-game win streak. Tip-off is 11 o'clock. 10.30 this morning is the airtime on the MSU Basketball Network. The Ole Miss Rebels are on the coast to take on the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Ole Miss is ranked 25th in the polls. They're 11-0. This is the third time in school history they've opened the season 11-0. The last team to do that was the 07-08 team, and that team made it to 13-0, which is the school record. The tip-off is set for 1 o'clock at the Coast Coliseum. 12.30 is the airtime on the Ole Miss Basketball Network. Other action today, finds Eastern Kentucky at Alabama. Vanderbilt is at Memphis in other action this morning in basketball action. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports, Mississippi. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go license. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. More bowl action today finds Troy taking on Duke in the Birmingham Bowl at 11 o'clock. Also at 11 o'clock, the Camellia Bowl for Montgomery, Alabama, Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois. At 2.30, the Armed Forces Bowl, James Madison versus Air Force. Also at 2.30, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Utah State versus Georgia State. 68 Ventures Bowl from Mobile, Alabama will be at 6 o'clock. South Alabama versus Eastern Michigan. At 6.30, the Las Vegas Bowl, Northwestern versus Utah. And then wrapping it all up tonight from Honolulu, Hawaii, the Hawaii Bowl at 9.30 our time. Coastal Carolina will take on San Jose State. In the fell action this afternoon, the Cincinnati Bengals at Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. That's a 3.30 kick. And then Buffalo will be at L.A. to play the Chargers in the fell action today. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports from Mississippi. From the trees over your head to the lawn you hate to mow and everything green in between, Garden Mama's here to help you keep on growing. Still the empress of everything green. Here's your horticulture maven, Garden Mama Nellie Neal, on Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you for putting yourself in our pocket today. See, that's the reverse. Things are different this time of the year. But if you've got the opportunity to download a couple of shows and take them with you, I guarantee you I'll be a whole lot more fun than most of the things you're going to find on the radio these days. (laughs) Not counting us, of course, if you're into that. If you want some more gardening, you can always get more gardening from us. Well, and I I want to mention uh, what a great week – that you had also on the Metro show <laughs> and having Locke Ward in on uh, the first segment of the week was great because, you know, I think it goes hand in hand with gardening a bit because what you see uh, and what we saw, you know, up and down the frontage road and all mm-hmm. the junk and garbage and things that are getting picked up and, and the pride people have in their town, you know, it's, 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 it's nice to see getting out there, but you know, replacing that stuff, greenery and, yes. and, and, and I know that costs money, but you know, instead of weeds growing out of, of stuff, course and, you know, it, of course it takes money to maintain it mm-hmm. takes money to undo and to redo mm-hmm. um, for those of you who don't happen to know i've been sitting in for mary whedon on the metro show on super talk 97.3 so if you happen to be in the jackson metro area this coming week please tune in at 9 a.m and you'll hear a different side of me it's not it's not this much fun <laughs> trust me but <laughs> i think you it's been great you know You're very kind I, in the metro it is a job i used to have and i enjoy yeah. it much but only for mary mm-hmm. <laughs> well in, in, in the metro area is such a, a unique place and uh, so many uh, beautiful things, challenges. It, it's always uh, something to cover. But uh, you know, just the you know, you go driving around seeing all of the uh, the, the Christmas lights. 
yeah. and seeing the uh, the pride people take in decoration. And did you see that a family in Madison County actually won the national Christmas light really? fight? That's yes, awesome. They did. I know there's a bunch that are really spectacular. And so that's yeah, that's what I wanted. Man, just th- those of you who are listening out there, I, I know it's a lot of work, and it, you know you do all this, it's and we the, all appreciate it's y'all. the journey <laughs> of getting to what Monday, and then it's all the, the curtains well, closed. Well, now the, now see now not necessarily. Mm-hmm. This is this is another one of my favorite subjects. The twelve days of Christmas, you understand, begin on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. and they go to Epiphany, which is the twelve days of Christmas. So, I come from a, a more traditional family, quote unquote, in the, the Christian part of my family, and there was no Thanksgiving Christmas tree. I mean, not until she started buying aluminum ones. Mm-hmm. My mother was going to go get the tree right as we were getting out of school. And then we would all decorate it, and it would be up through the new year because that's how she saw the holiday because that's when she didn't have to go to work was you know, mm-hmm. that holiday. So it is a different thing. Now, I don't want anybody to start doing partri- partridge in a pear tree for me necessarily, but if you're going to give somebody a pear tree, which is a wonderful gift, by the way, but be sure that it is a cooking pear tree because that's the best one for this part of the world. We can talk about French hens later. That's different. <laughs> you got the trivia started here today, I see, sir. Try. You, y'all, you are, y'all are being fun. And, and Yazoo County is beautiful. I, I mean, I've kind of stomped around different parts of it over the years, and I just love the divergence from the flatland to the it's hills. It's a beautiful place. And, and, and Yazoo City, you know, what our, our friend Ray in Clinton says that, uh, you know, it's the biggest land mass. There it is. I don't, I don't doubt that. Because that's he knows these things, and the other piece of it, of course, I just this week had someone talk to me about going to the cemetery there, to the witches' walk, to this and that, and we don't think about those things until we talk to somebody that hasn't been. Well, guess what? There's a lot of folks that haven't seen all the sites there are to see in the immediate area where we are. If you want to go a little bit farther, by all means, go. You can take yourself on a tour of all of the mounds, all the Indian mounds, Mississippi and Louisiana. You'll have a wonderful time. Beautiful part of the year for doing that, and you'll see something you didn't know. Yeah, and we so, have a know. we actually have a mound in Issaquah County that I don't think many people know is there. If you're going north on 61, it'll be on the west side uh, mm. before you get to Valley Park. It's a it's not, you'll see a big um, uh, cell phone tower. And right to the left in the bend, and a farmer owns it, and they'll park their equipment around it. But it's a, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm, and so all those mm-hmm. man, you'll, you, you know, I remember coming back from Oxford, coming to Jackson a good bit, and you'd pass a couple of mounds. Sure. And you just, you know, it, to me that's crazy that we haven't preserved those well, sites. Well, we've only just yeah, begun, we, I exactly. think, to realize what it is that right. we're looking at. Mm-hmm. People that have been there forever, of course, know. And, yeah. and I come from other parts of that culture, but there's, um, there's, it's time. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things to look at, and that's one of them definitely hey so something else to look at oh my goodness what about reindeer i'm not going to argue about the reindeer and the whole business of who sheds their antlers and who doesn't we did that already but i got to tell you something they're hungry they are very very hungry santa's reindeer dartmouth college is letting us know that because they don't go to the tropics they go to the snowy arctic for their studies They have been working on how reindeer are going to be able to and have and are working better than some of the other critters at adapting to their changing environment as conditions change in their climate. So what they've worked on is trying to figure out how they find their food. Well, think about it. You get done with your shift with Santa. You're back out there on the Arctic tundra, 
And how are you going to find somewhere? It's just ridiculous. It's all under the snow, right? Where's the food? Here's the good news. The algae fungus fusion that we know as lichens, we know as lichens that are on the tree branches when the tree's not growing particularly well. It's a gray, lacy kind of lichen. There's a bunch of different kind of lichens. The one that the reindeer eat is at ground level. So how in the world? Well, guess what? It's all about the reindeer's vision. So those of you who want to attribute better vision to the reason why Santa picked them for the sleigh now have a scientific piece to add to it. In fact, it's not, well, it's not only Rudolph's radiant nose, okay? We'll leave that one in the fictional category. But it turns out that they have evolved their eyes so that they can find the lichen, which allows them to see in the dark. It's all about the UV. They're able to see better in the dark than me or you or probably Santa. So reindeer are cool, but we don't think about them the rest of the time. they got to eat all winter, okay? And it's icy where they live. So having this extraordinary visual system really does make a big difference in the way they're able to do that. Um, Cladonia rangiferina is the, is the algae, is the fungus, the lichen that they, are, they prim- primarily eat. And it is crunchy in a carpet forming thing. So it's got to be, you know, the, the reindeer have got to... Uh, gets its formal name. They get its formal name from the ranger, who is the formal name of our friends, the reindeer. So tell your kids that. The reindeer, uh, they, they, they eat lichen and they can see better. How about that? What are y'all doing over here? Oh, my goodness. How fun is that? Merry Christmas, Andy. This is really cool. That's right. <laughs> Don't get too attached. <laughs> Y'all are funny. But we will all be leaving with that. I have been um, interested. Somebody sent me an email last week and said, I-, I want more flowering plants in the indoor garden. How do I get that? Well, there's a couple of things. St. Saint- Paulia, African violets are probably the one that everybody thinks about. But I saw some beautiful primrose jasmines in bloom. They have kind of a bluish purple flower to them. They are also related to that family, the, the, the whole jasneriad group of plants. Gloxinias in there, streptocarpus. These are mostly plants. The way you would recognize them is that mostly that they have kind of fuzzy leaves. They don't like to get their flowers and leaves wet. They grow in bright light, but they're not, they're, they're tropical, so they're certainly not outdoor plants in our part of the world. But it's one of those groups of flowers that bloom. Some of them bloom all year, but they all bloom several times during the year. So if you're looking for more flowering plants, particularly if you have good bright light and if you have a little bit of a a supplemental lighting fixture, maybe you're giving somebody one for Christmas, make sure that you take a look at the Jesneriad group. It's a good bunch and something fun. They're uh, they're really better looking than some other flowering plants that we might put in. And if you're kind of tired, if you've got enough orchids perhaps or you've got enough amaryllis, this will be something that will completely surprise you and make you happy. I hope. I think it will. I have to tell you that uh, this whole electric eel controversy, I, I, I mentioned that electric eels are, are able to, we're now able to document that they move their genetic material to nearby animals. They don't make them glow in the dark or anything like that necessarily. But someone said that's not possible. They don't release enough voltage. Well, they release 860 volts. That's pretty much a lot. 
it's enough to run most machines. It, it can be, um, well, it can be quite for different, and in fact, it can genetically modify a little bit small fish larvae. And in fact, it is happening. This is another one of those words, electroporation. I love that. We're not electrifying, we're electroporating. <laughs> What a great word. The things that we don't know. It sounds like they can charge for that. I, I, I think they probably should be able to. And, it, and in fact, I, I, one of the questions that came in the email this week is, have you ever eaten eel? And I said, I, I don't think so. Now, but, we could have at Little Tokyo. But, but, say, but we may <laughs> we have. We might have. <laughs> Certainly in the, the row department. But anyway... It's, it is a very popular dish, particularly in the Scandinavian countries. Eel is prized. The electric eels are a little bit different. They're not, they're not the cultivated ones. They are, um, in fact, just, they're just stunning and really fun things. I really like, um, <laughs> I like that all they had to do was tease the eel to get it to bite into the, uh, the solution that discharged the electricity from it so they could see where it went. <laughs> Wasn't any problem. They didn't mind at all. The electric eels are happy to help out the other species in the area, spread their DNA hither and thither. Oh, my goodness. I don't know about that. I really do appreciate that we have a lot of good gardening weather going on. Um, oh, by the way, Paul the Poinsettia, we, you heard Percy the Puny, but Paul the Poinsettia is standing pretty tall. The best picture of him is on supertalk.tv today. I can't say that the whole plant is covered, but I do have four really good ones already, and the other side is starting to open up. I do rotate the plant, but I honestly, this thing shouldn't be blooming now anyway. So I'm, I'm not sure how it worked or what's going to happen next with it. I will let you know. Archie is in Stark. Yeah, and isn't that a great, I mean, th- th- that's one of those wonderful things. You got Archie, uh, 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 an Ole Miss iconic name, and he lives in Starkville. Right. I love right. this. Way to go, He's, Archie. Did anybody tease you? <laughs> you could trust me. Nelson Fox was a famous baseball player when I was a kid. I was known as Nelson to a lot of people. They didn't know what my name was because that's what people called me you don't you don't know it it turns out nelly fox was me but there's another piece to this puzzle archie in starkville wants to know if there's a time or a method for trimming or shaping a red-leafed maple the japanese maples are one thing and the acer that is just a big tall gigantic tree that is a red maple is a little bit different so i'm going to talk about both of them for just a moment the, the tall tree, Acer rubrum, which is the red maple that we think of, it's a, na- a native tree. The, the leaves are not palmate. The leaves are not, you know, cut and shaped like fine lace, like some of the, uh, maple, the, some of the Japanese maples are. It is a, a thicker leaf, but it is a red maple, and it's a beautiful plant, wonderful tree. Those are usually only shaped when they are either young and have too many branches going straight up, so you need to select a couple, or if they've been damaged and you have to remove something that has really gotten messed up on them. Otherwise, we just kind of let them grow. So if it's a young tree, what you're trying to do is make sure that the trunk can develop strongly. And to do that, it needs to have a good canopy beginning, good branches coming out of the top of that that trunk, but not so many that it looks like a lollipop. So you want to select some of those. 
The other possibility is that if the tree is young and it has been doing well, but it hasn't had as much leaves on it as you would like, winter pruning of just the tips can help with that a little bit. That is also true with Japanese maples. If they have not done quite what you wanted them to do, give yourself the opportunity to trim them just a little bit during the wintertime while all the leaves are off. But you can also, because what you're trying to do oftentimes with the Japanese maples is to get them to be a little bit thicker. They do have trunks, but you actually want more branches and more coming off of them. So you may do the tip pruning if the tree has been in good condition, but if you're trying to stimulate growth, you can take as much as a four-inch cutting off of a tree that's four feet tall. Okay, not a whole lot. You're still not going to do that heavy pruning like we would do on evergreens at the beginning of, of spring or something like that, but you can do these, and, and you can do that in winter, and it will help them as they begin to take off in the next season. I did not know. Um, we're, we're, we kind of have, have a theme going this week and into next week of the what have we counted? What are the what what are the insect populations? What are the mammal populations? What are the vertebrates? What are the invertebrates? How are we doing this? How are we measuring all these things as well as the aquatic ecology? I am not happy to tell you that common insect species are actually suffering the biggest losses. The reason I'm not happy about that is because what it means is that the ones that are stronger than the common ones are going to become our common ones in more trouble. So think about this as we as we go forward with this. They looked at long-term trends of the land-based insects such as beetles and moths and grasshoppers and found that decreases in in the num- in most of their numbers have happened. And therefore, other things have come along to fill that that gap, which is not too great. We don't want to lose the insects. We know we need them. We understand the threats to pollinators. But the other problem is that if we were, in fact, ever, and we won't, but if we ever were to get rid of all of the mosquitoes, trust me, we would have bigger mosquitoes and meaner ones very soon. This is something else, you know, something to do. Well, my goodness, this is interesting. The live oak trees are... Three, they're 300. I'm not sure what that's telling me, but anyway, they're two years old. They've been in the ground two years, and the summer drought hit them very, very. Maybe hard. it's three ten foot. I think it th- might be yeah, three ten feet tall. That's yes. what I was going to guess. Five but, oaks, right? Um, but they now have no leaves. They appear to be dead. Don't do anything to them right now. He's had some success past cutting them off or she and letting the, the to stop the foliage on other trees on the property. But I don't want to do anything to the live oaks. I want to see whether or not they can recover on their own. They're not particularly drought tolerant, but they are very, they're they're trouble tolerant. They put up with a whole lot. They put up with wet. They put up with hot. They put up with cold. They put up with dry to a certain extent. So I'm not going to do anything to them until we get a little bit farther into the year. If I'm going to do anything, I would put... For example, um, I might do a little bit of work on them in February, right before they leaf out. If you've got some areas that are uneven, if you've got two branches over here that are okay and four over on the other side that are not, take two of those off so that you've evened it up. But do that in January or even into February. Don't do any severe pruning on that live oak until we see what it can do this spring. Okay? Okay. Oh, it was a Japanese maple. Okay, good. So now we've answered that question. And now we can hear my favorite song. To wish me greetings, greetings once again. Why do we sing Christmas carols by candlelight. 
Christmas. Talk about Christmas now. I want you to come on, on home. Yeah, it's not for Christmas. Superior. It's more than a name. It's a promise that we make to our customers to provide you the highest quality U.S. farm-raised catfish at your favorite restaurant, your family reunion, or on your dinner table. Hey, this is Steve Azar, and I want to let you know that with Superior Catfish, you know the next bite is as good as the first, time after time, made possible by your friends and neighbors here in Mississippi. Remember, there's catfish, then there is Superior Catfish. Hi, this is Fred Johnson, president of Mississippi 811. I'm proud to announce that Bob and Jenny have finally moved into their new house after living in a doghouse for a couple of years. As you may know, that was because Bob decided to pound a sign in their front yard without contacting 811 and hit a gas line. Bob has finally learned his lesson, but if he forgets, I'm sure that Jenny will remind him. Remember, safety is in your hands every dig, every time. Be sure to contact Mississippi 811 at least three working days before before you dig. I'm Jerry Lake, owner of Carter Jewelers. After 49 years in the jewelry business, I'm retiring. The entire inventories of fine jewelry at both Carter Jewelers stores must be liquidated. I believe this will be the biggest diamond and fine jewelry liquidation in our state's history where everything is now 50 to 90% off the lowest tag prices. This liquidation will create millions of dollars of savings on one of the biggest, prettiest, and best-made jewelry inventories in the world. Carter Jewelers will still have interest-free and no-credit check financing. High-quality trade-ins are welcome. All sales are final. Both Carter Jewelers stores are under contract to be sold, passing the torch to the next generation after the inventories have been completely liquidated. It's been fun. I love you, Mississippi. I'm Jerry Lake, thanking everyone for a lot of great years at Carter Jewelers. Located downtown Jackson, two blocks from the Capitol on High Street and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. Get ready for holiday feast season with Pepto-Bismol. Uncle Derek's here with his famous fried turkey. Hey, Aunt Mary brought the mac and cheese. Donna's here with the potato salad. Pepto-Bismol provides fast five-symptom relief for unexpected stomach upsets. So enjoy the holidays. Pepto has you covered, no matter who made the potato salad. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Last minute shopping? Ulta Beauty has everything I need for everyone on my list. Ready to gift fragrance kits from YSL and Valentino. And the hottest gift sets from MAC, Tarte, and Lancome. Plus, everyone loves an Ulta Beauty gift card. Shop last minute gifts that will bring joy to everyone on your list. Hurry in store or place your online pickup order today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. 
Gallo here for Baroni's Tree Pros. My friends at Baroni's Tree Pros put customer satisfaction as the only way to leave a job. Nothing less than the best service you'll find in the industry on tree removal, tree pruning, stump grinding, debris cleanup. You got questions? Baroni's Tree Pros will give you a plan, time frame, and budget that's perfect for you. Free estimate at 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. Or it's online at baroniestreepros.com. If you've seen them, you're having the same issue that Brenda and I are having. Some of them are real brown. Some of them don't look very good at all. Some of them look like the drought may have done them in, and we don't know yet if the high temperatures or the drought, or if they were already succumbing to too much water previously. Leland cypress are beautiful until they're not, and I say that with all the love in my heart because I do think they're gorgeous trees. Unfortunately... What happens is that if they get overwatered, they get root rot if the, if the area that they grow in stays too too wet. And if the area they, they grow in gets dry or stays dry because of things like this fall that we had, then they will dry up. And when their roots die from either reason, the tree can't survive. All we can do right now is see, wait and see, wait and hope and see what we can find out. See what happens in the springtime. If they begin to green up again, then we'll be able to do what we did to so many things last year and trim around the parts that have not come out. I will tell you this. I'm still looking at trees in my neighborhood and shrubs, lots of shrubs, that never did grow up to their, never did resurge back to their top. Um, they they actually have uh, got stems sticking up that are gray and that aren't going to be leafing out at all. So it's really not, it's it's okay to cut all of those off, especially if you haven't already done that. It's not a good thing to have them there. Ray and Clinton has a question. What can I plant in a pretty wet area, the drain from the backyard, and it stays wet in, in, the, in that part of his front yard? You know, there there are a bunch of things that can do well there. there, there I'm, I'm thinking of things that really don't like to be dried up at all and there there's both trees but there's also some shrubs and i'm probably going to look towards shrubs i'm going to look towards some of the things that are the most durable take a look and depending on what height you want these plants to be you can either go with if it's in the shade you can go with ferns you can go then with another bit of information for me would be how much of how much how often it stays wet and if it stays wet all the time you wouldn't want to do, you probably wouldn't want to do ferns. You'd want to do Louisiana iris because they can take wet or dry, but they can take mostly wet or sincerely wet all the time. Then along with the cyperus, which is a pretty little plant that has a sort of a, an umbrella on top of it that's real, real pretty and is a nice contrast to some of the things like Louisiana iris that can take that kind of circumstance i would go either way if it doesn't stay wet all the time there's many shrubs that can take an area that can be partly wet 
and you can certainly put a ground cover in there that can take it like a juga. But if it stays wet all the time, go to something that really likes that, and that's going to be the marsh plants, things like Louisiana iris. Okay? The Smithsonian, you know, if I was a person who didn't know where I was going to work, um, I'm, I would I would probably dream of working at one of the Smithsonian museums. The DNA analysis of museum specimens, you know, the drawers are full at these places. People collected specimens. We didn't have DNA technology then. We thought we knew what we were looking at, and we sort of did and sort of didn't in some cases. The Zoological Journal, um, the Linnaean Society folks, are letting us know that they have now described two entirely new species of the best thing in the world, soft-furred hedgehogs. And three subspecies are now going up to the level of species. In other words, that means that they are different enough that they have got more uh, more to tell us, more, more to explain about that area. Okay, okay. Yes, sir. We'll go to line one. Okay. Uh, we have Jeb in beautiful Kemper County in East Mississippi, just north of Meridian. He hey, wanted Jeb. to visit with you. What's up, Jeb? Oh, I just wanted to call in and say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody. And I've got a friend that listens to your show every Saturday morning. Her and her son listen to it. And she's getting ready to move to Utah, so I just wanted you to wish her good luck on that. And I'll hang up and listen to you. All right. Jeb, if you text me anymore with all capital letters, I'm going to ignore them. If you put messages on my Facebook Facebook in all caps, I'm going to ignore them. So get with it. And have a wonderful Christmas. Have a very happy new year, you and all your family. That's wonderful. Now, is Jim here, too? Okay, let's talk to Jim now. Hey, Jim, what's up? Merry Christmas, Garden Mama. Ho, ho, ho. Yes, ma'am. Garden Mama, you were talking about mosquitoes a while ago. If something happened to them, they'd come back bigger. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid I of. <laughs> well, I worked in oil field all my life, and we were working over in uh, West Louisiana. I think it was in a rice paddy. But these little mosquitoes over there, they're so small, and they're white. Yeah. And yeah. they'll attack you and eat you up. Yeah, you don't even know they're there until you're itching. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They're not yeah. quite the no I was over in Jackson, Alabama. They're off that river several years ago, and we had a lot of downtime. So we all went under a pipe rack and laid down. And there's one bit me under my neck. He was about an inch mm. big. He was black. It looked like he had fur on him. Oh, my goodness. That's terrible. Yeah, I killed, I killed him, but there's a knot swelled up in my neck after that. I don't know what these, what them things, where them things come from, but they're, they're terrible. Well, I agree with way, you. You ever get those photos I sent you on those trees? I haven't seen them yet. I get my email, open my email every day, but they haven't gotten well, them. I, uh, my daughter sent them for me. She sent them to Garden Mama on air. Well, that's not Mama the address. So we'll try again to tell you what the address is. Mama on air. M-A-M-A on air at Yahoo.com. Yep. Okay. Yahoo, that's what I Thank sent them you. to. Well, you do, if you send it, if you send it to Garden Mama, it's not going to get to me. So send it to Mama on air. That's all. I think that's what she does. Okay, well, good. well, I'll keep looking. I wish y'all a merry Christmas. Ho ho ho! Thank you. Have a wonderful time. I hope y'all eat too much and have too much fun. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. I'm serious, y'all. If you if you type in all caps to me, I'm I'm here by this is my 2024. I'm not going to look at it anymore. Because that means you're yelling at me. And 
I've been yelled at enough in my life. I get yelled at often enough now. I don't need that in texts. Don't do that. Oh, my goodness. We have talked about blackberries today. We've talked about mosquitoes and live oaks, wet conditions and really, really dry ones. Tells you a little bit, you know, about what our world is like here in the Deep South Primarily zone eight seven nine, but we're we kind of flow across the middle now that the new zones have been put in place. Zone eight's gotten a lot bigger, and it's it's an interesting thing to consider how we're going to keep growing. We want to teach all of y'all a little bit more than perhaps you knew before, but certainly you're going to teach us some stuff too because you're going to find out that some things are going to continue to make it that we didn't realize would do that in Zone 8. So I look forward to that. Virginia Commonwealth University is wrapping us up on the mosquito world business. Yeah, well, here's the problem. They don't think they're going to go away because of the changing weather. They think that actually we're going to increase our numbers of mosquitoes because the window when the predators can eat the larva will be shorter and therefore more of the larva will survive. So just in case you were feeling good, (laughs) we're going to leave that one in your hands. Let you know, unfortunately, uh, our least favorite critter, the mosquito, is probably going to be with us no matter what else goes on. Oh, my goodness. Paula in Dentville, thank you very much. I'm so glad you're getting to just sit around and listen in. Thank you. Paula works all the time. You know, we hear from Paula in Dentville, but today she's off work. That's big. That's wonderful. Rich is in Kentwood. Howdy doody. So glad to hear from you as well. Y'all are just y'all are just such a great gift every week. It doesn't matter at all what's going on in the rest of the world. When we step into this studio and close that door, y'all are here, and that's really all that matters. And it it makes a big difference in the way the garden goes because, you know, gardening can be kind of a lonely thing. I know I get out there and think I'm just kind of waving at windmills, you know, in that classic bit of uh, literary analogy. But we're not. We're all doing the same sorts of things. We're just doing them independent of one another. So that's why we have to have a place to get together and talk about stuff. This would be that place. Another thing I'm doing now that I hope you will remember when the time comes is taking the old flowers off of limelight, even if you don't want to prune it. My limelight did okay this year. It It's not as lush as it was because it was a hot and then dry summer. But I do feel like the plant itself is in good condition. I'm going to take off a couple of branches that obviously are dead. They don't have anything left on them, and there's no green when I scratch on the stem. But they are really, really lovely flowers, and I'm happy to let them stay for a long period of time. I'm ready for them to go. So it's time to take those off, and I hope you'll remember to do that, too. When you take off the flower of a limelight hydrangea, you can go a little bit back on the stem to make it a little bit rounder. If you need to to shape the top of the plant, you can do that in the winter to limelights, not to the other hydrangeas, but to the ones that are limelight. And if, if if any of the rest of yours are the paniculata type. Hydrangea macrophylla, of course, are the big brown balls that are usually blue, sometimes pink, and we that's called big leaf, which is what macrophylla means. It's it's a big leafed hydrangea, okay? We also understand oak leaf hydrangea because their leaves are shaped like oak leaves. That's a different hydrangea. But the paniculatas are the limelights, and they are a little bit different. They function differently, and they bloom on the wood that they produce in a given year. Okay, all right. 
Oh, look at that. Isn't that fun? Thank you so very much. You're very sweet to me. Flowers and peppers right here at Christmas. A lot of people can't say that. A lot of people don't get that. Thank you, Corinne. That's fun. This is good. Um, the que- Chris and McComb, another question about damage that occurred during the drought and the, the dying. We don't know. We, we truly don't know if things are going to come back or not. If, for example, you have a very tall, very old pine tree and it is brown all the way up to the top, it's probably not going to be able to come back. On the other hand, if you have young trees and they're a little bit brown, the chances are better that they will come back, whatever kind it is. Um, there's the, the, take, the decision to take a tree down really needs to be made in concert with two things. First of all, is it a hazard if it falls on its own because you don't know if it's going to fall? And secondly, have you talked to a professional tree person, an arborist or somebody like that, who can help you understand which ones are in more danger than others? There's a lot of ways to tell, but I can't do it for sight unseen. It's, a, it's, a, it's something to be done at the, at the place of the residence of the trees. But when they're not going to be a problem, Sometimes there's the opportunity for you to cut them off at a certain height and then have what I call a woodpecker tree. It can also become a trellis for a large vine. There's any number of uses for a tree that you've cut off and you don't necessarily take the whole thing out. Just another way of dealing with it. Thank you very much, Chris. Appreciate that. Thomas and McComb says Merry Christmas to everybody. Thank you very much. Appreciate y'all so very much. Um, This is... Oh, that was a while back. I love y'all. Y'all are, the text line is so fun. Y'all think that everybody's here all the time, and I appreciate that. But it's only Garden Mama and Lance this morning. So soon enough, the handyman will be in here. You can write to him, too. <laughs> we appreciate it. I don't know what we did before texts, you know. I complain sometimes about the way it used to be that you paid by the character. For those of you who don't remember that, it was horrible. But to be able to just text back and forth with people is so great for people that like me who would like who like to think as we talk i recognize that the difference between introvert and extrovert is lost on some people but generally speaking people who are introverted that is to say they think first before they speak and there's others of us who speak while we're thinking and that's extroverted you know people of both sorts i'm sure we sometimes tend to think that the introverted person is not not participating or not in the conversation when actually they're just thinking up the smartest thing to say while the rest of us are kind of blathering on sometimes. Or if we want to go and be nice to people like me, we have the capacity to think while we speak. And it's something we almost can't control. <laughs> we literally, as little bitty children, talk too much, over-examine things, pay too much attention to some things and not enough to others. I have told you before that I think, maybe I haven't, I think I have, if my third grade teacher hadn't taught me how to make a list of what I had to do the next day, I'd have never gotten to college, much less gotten out of it. So (laughs) you got to be organized. We're back there. We're back to gastrulation, today's word. You got to get organized. That's how cells organize themselves. But however it is that you organize yourself, is it is it a calendar? Is it on your phone? Is it paper? Is it notes that are kind of random, you know? I think about the uh, commercial for post-it notes where the squirrel is inside the trunk with all the post-it notes up and down. Yeah, I got a window that looks like that some of the time. It's true. Oh, I see we have to have Mr. Petty one more time. That's a good song, y'all. Come on, let's sing along. It's Tom Petty. And it's Merry Christmas. Jack 
Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. We are agriculture, the number one industry in Mississippi. We are 180,000 member families strong, a century of generations. We are grassroots Mississippi in all 82 counties. We are Unified, the largest general farm organization. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Hunting season is here, so let Steve Owen and the friendly staff get that truck or trailer along with that edge shed ready for your hunting camp so you can haul that big game back into town. We still have that full line of cars, trucks, and SUVs along with trailers on site or available for order. And don't forget those edge sheds for your backyard or hunting camps. Come see us at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon or online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Your pet isn't just a pet. They're part of your family. Most of the pet food on the market is cooked at high temperatures, which kills nutrients. A scoop of Dynavite is a three-in-one daily supplement, adding back key nutrients to your pup's health. Try Dynavite for free. Just pay shipping and handling. Learn more at D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com slash radio. That's Dynavite.com slash radio. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 6019. 939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Dream, the new degree of comfort. We've sent that Rip Van Winkle guy to the dentist. Hey, what? Hey, what? And what's worse than a trip to the dentist? Your wife's paint project that you've put off. Let's see Brooke Paint in Jackson and Ridgeland find that Benjamin Moore paint and a contractor that will get you back doing the important things in life, like grilling and watching sports. Seabrook, Benjamin Moore paint. 
and a happy wife, happy life. Seabrook Paint in Jackson on Monument and in Ridgeland on West Jackson. First down. Hi, this is Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. At Two Men in a Truck, we've added a new service option to our brand, junk removal. Whether you're deep cleaning, renovating, or staging your home to sell, our Two Men in a Truck junk removal option is perfect to get the job done. Our professionally trained moving and junk removal teams will load and haul away your unwanted junk for you. Visit twomenandatruck.com to learn more and get a free junk removal quote. That's twomenandatruck.com. Hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting a tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather, so ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather, so stay right together with you. That's right. Yeah, Paula and Dentville and I are kind of agreed that if. If you can get away without cooking, you're probably doing all right. But she's cooking everything. She's going to do a beautiful job. My goodness. You know, she's her, her daughter doesn't eat seafood, so she's going, oh, look how cute. So, so, I had to put Paula's little pooch back on <laughs> so there. I mean, cute. she's too cute. So you, know. Cute. you know how I am with dogs. What so, a honey yeah. bunny. Just adorable. Any, anyway, all of that being said, she asked what we were going to cook because she's cooking everything. She's making seafood gumbo and oyster stew, and her daughter, who doesn't eat any of that, she's cooking chicken and dumplings. That's 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 way too nice. Um, but if she didn't have all these people coming over, we're telling y'all the truth now, because frankly, that's how we all feel at this point. Guess what? She's off this week. It would be cereal <laughs> on the couch, hanging out. The good news is she will be thrilled when everybody gets there. But we do sometimes kind of jump the broom a little bit, as they say. We get we say we get committed to things that we may or may not have intended to be doing all that whole time. That's going to be three days of cooking. You ever made gumbo? Good heavens! Yeah, it's you know? <laughs> a well, lot. That, we, we've gotten pretty uh, good at like ordering shrimp and grits from Georgia Blue. <laughs> Getting the turkey and the, and the brisket yeah. and the hams from the places we know. And then you know where to get the deviled eggs, See, little willies. Uh, you know, and then you, you got a few things you make. I mean, you buy pies. And so it's, it's more of a, for our family now, it's more of just kind of hang out and, and eat up everything that eat we've gone like. up and bought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, and then uh, and then eat good for a week or two and uh, on the leftovers. I, I'll confess. I, I made cornbread dressing at Thanksgiving, and I put a pan of it in the freezer so that I would have it for Christmas and would have to do it again. <laughs> I'm a little bit on the efficient scale, shall we just say. But the good news is... It's a fun time to cook, and particularly when you have family around and, and people can get busy and help out. It it does make it all go a little bit more fast and a little bit more fun, I think, to do it as a family. So I have, I have no problems with all of y'all. I'm not making fun. I'm actually, because I, I love leftovers so much, I really have to love people that cook more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I need their help sometimes. Are oh. you a stuffing or dressing? Do you like it in the turkey? No, not or? in the turkey. You like it in the pan. Southern style, mm-hmm. right? In the pan. Okay. 
And if I'm going to go really fancy, yes, it will have oysters in it. Oysters? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oyster, in, in the, in oyster the dressing. dressing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oyster dressing, which is actually not stuffing because, yeah. you know, that's well, too many and, contaminants there. But it's a delicious thing. It's more white bread than cornbread, and it, it's just a little different. Well, we had um, Austin Sumrall from White Pillars Restaurant and Lounge on the coast. White, you know, beautiful place. Fun, and lovely he, place. He's from Macomb area, and he said uh, yeah, they, they made oyster soup. Oh, yeah. Around the holidays mm-hmm. this time of year. That was something they did. It's kind of a, a tradition because yeah. it's oyster season. I I've mean, never it's... had oyster soup. I love I love oysters in about any way you can eat them, but I've never had oyster soup. Um, I'm I'm not as familiar with that as I am with the stewed oyster, oyster stew stuff, and I will literally walk across the state to eat that because it's that good. So, if you, for those, you have to like green onions. You have to like other things because you're not just going to put oysters in a white sauce. That mm-hmm. would not be fun. I love green so, onions So now. it's a spicy thing, and it, it's a delicious um just a different mm-hmm. way of eating oysters. Yeah. So, All right, now, stuff. if you had your favorite way of eating an oyster, what would it be? Straight out of the sea? Or oh, what? yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. y'all. It would be <laughs> straight out. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't need crackers. I don't need sauce. I just, you know. I mean, that's fun, too. There's a lot of sauces and a lot of things like that. Love oysters Rockefeller. That's a wonderful dish, one that, that can, when it's baked right, can be just delicious. But I, I come from a long time... Long, long history of people that enjoy oysters. Well, I want to mention before for those people who are now cringing, we just want to say the good news for you is that we don't have a whole lot of show left, so you don't have to <laughs> cringe much longer. There baby. are people who are going to cringe over the notion that I actually like cranberries in something other than sauce. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's yeah. another one that's ah, you the, know? The, the big gelatinous blob. Yeah, is, yeah and I like that. The one with the ridges is good, <laughs> but it's it has uses. But the one with the berries that you actually make has yeah, yeah. another use. Well, so. and, and last thing I, I wanted to say, and then this, it's all you. I, I did <laughs> no. want to mention that the uh, now the, we have a vote for charbroiled oysters. There, I'm not going to turn that down. Charbroiled oyster I'm not turning that down. Butter on yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, man. Let's go. I'm uh, <laughs> but the, the McAllisters, just to finish that thought, on Home Alone, the yes. house today would be worth about $2.4 million. Wow. And then they would have to make about a seven hundred and fifty k income to afford that. Yes. So that's just letting you know the How much money they were, were dealing with here. Right. They're very, very <laughs> and, well and off. And who's going to pay for all of that work after it gets torn up? <laughs> he is. How yeah. good is your insurance? <laughs> insurance you know? company. <laughs> no, no my son so. did all this. Well, that's not covered. Yeah, yeah that's the, not covered. I'm deductible. sorry. deductible, I'm sorry, not covering that. It's not that. an assault. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, though. It is true. We talked last week about how many bowl games. Do you know how many people this week asked me how many bowl games are named for plants? Mm-hmm. I didn't know the answer. Yeah, so now I have you. to bother you. Yeah. And, and I think it was nine. Was it nine? I think it was nine is what we had. Yeah. Oh, scalloped oysters, another good choice. That's delightful. That's Janice from New Albany. There's some good cooks there. That's fun. You know, that, and it's true. We do different things in different places. Um, my, my mother was always a seafood gumbo person, but the rest of us kind of go other directions. My goodness, what a happy pup. Andrea, that's, a dog's too happy. I'm sorry. I'll <laughs> she, see if I can get it on there real she, quick. She's she pretty. Like we're, we're still super TV, but she is such a pretty dog anyway. She looks particularly happy in this, at this moment. Yeah, see, we, you start talking about oysters, people are going to tell you what they think. <clears throat> We're here. We are the Positive Oyster Society here. Thank you very much. The only positive oyster thoughts in today. That's right. No negativity. No, no negativity. This is positive That's thoughts. That's right. We're, and, and actually, oh, I forgot. Almost, I almost forgot this. I had the sweetest thing to eat last night. 
that I have ever eaten that had absolutely nothing attached to it except itself. What could that have been? It was a dark red skinned with white flesh sweet potato from Two Dog Farms. Now, that's a sweet potato that I really like anyway. It's not, it's, you know, we're taught, we always talk about what you can ship and what you can't. And in this case, these, these sweet potatoes would get banged up. They wouldn't, but they have been grown properly. They have been cured properly. And I got them at the, the farm store there in Flora for Two Dog Farms. I'm raving about this because I have been looking for these sweet potatoes for so long. I cooked both of them. I ate one of them last night. I'm going to eat the other one somewhere along here in the holidays. It's the sweetest thing you'll ever eat without any, I mean, the natural sugar is just astounding. And, and we don't, we don't cultivate that sort of stuff enough. I'm hoping that as we move into this coming year, we will get more into obscure varieties and smaller patches of things that people will be able to grow, and then we can all celebrate these various unusual things. I, I'll tell you what I didn't get up there that I should have is kohlrabi. If you run into some kohlrabi, get the kohlrabi. You know what you're going to do with it? You can cook it like a turnip if you want to, but I'm going to tell you, take the kohlrabi, peel it, slice it up, and put it into any salad that you're doing. It's it's the thinnest, most delightful crunch. It's kind of apple-ish, kind of water chestnut-ish, but it's a better crunch than, than either one of them most of the time. So think kohlrabi. See another positive bit of thoughts. Oh, there's that cutie pie. Oh, my goodness. What a pooch. What a pooch. I love the leaves. I love the leaves. Comfort. <laughs> dog is just matching dog up. Is like, yeah, perfectly dog is like, matched. okay, take the picture. Yeah, take it now. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Oh, my goodness. And thank you all for sharing. You all are so sweet. we got so much going on in this world. And to take your time and be here with us on a Saturday just tickles me very, very much. Please come back again next week. And in the meanwhile, have a very Merry Christmas. The Garden Mama Show is a production of Super Talk Mississippi Media. Download past episodes at supertalk.fm and contact Garden Mama anytime at mamaonair at yahoo.com. Thanks for choosing the Garden Mama Show. Hi, this is Fred Johnson, president of Mississippi 811. I'm proud to announce that Bob and Jenny have finally moved into their new house after living in a doghouse for a couple of years. As you may know, that was because Bob decided to pound a sign in their front yard without contacting 811 and hit a gas line. Bob has finally learned his lesson, but if he forgets, I'm sure that Jenny will remind him. Remember, safety is in your hands every dig, every time. Be sure to contact Mississippi 811 at least three working days before before you dig. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. 
Don't blow your top when you're dealing with your roof and gutters. Call Complete Exteriors. Complete Exteriors offers roof inspections, repairs, full roof installations, and we'll take the stress out of all the insurance claims. Gutters from common 6-inch to custom copper. We also produce all custom copper work in-house, from copper dormers and roofing to gutters and flashing. All sheet metal is handcrafted in-house as well. Complete Exteriors, 601-326-2755. 601-326-2755. Staples is serious about gaming. And right now, during Staples Holiday Deals, we're even serious. Er, like this week at Staples, save $50 on the Xbox Series S with free month Game Pass Ultimate Bundle, now just $249.99. Save serious money on gaming with $50 off the Xbox Series S game system today during Staples Holiday Deals. Xbox offer available online in select stores only. While supplies last, limit one ends 1223. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. 